Okay, let's jump into it, y'all. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the... I'm pretty sure I have an, an AI image that I'm going to use for the thumbnail. And I used one for the last one. I hope you like her. So just different goddesses, like in their temples. Um, so I wanted to share some of my um, personal development notes that I took. And I'm sharing the parts with me, charts parts with you that help us kind of understand how to balance our femininity and masculinity. And so um, one of the things he talked about was uh, he likes Confucius, right? And he said that Confucius said that human beings, we are similar, right? We are more likely to be like each other or like other human beings, right? Um, we have the same behaviors, but what separates us is or are our habits, right? So when you start to look at it in uh, through those lenses, you start to realize like, yeah, um, we all feel hunger, we all feel pain, we all feel happiness, joy, um, ambition, drive, but what sets us apart is what we do with those energies, right? You have people that have a regular routine. They're up early in the morning. They're doing their exercise. I'm not saying I'm one of these people. Not yet. Not yet. It's something that I'm <laughs> embodying and I'm perfecting. And um, But they're up early, right? They're reading. They're journaling. They're eating healthy. Um, and then they, they have something that they're working towards, a goal, and it takes discipline and structure, right? So a lot of us have things in common, but what's going to separate us are our habits. Habits, remember in the last podcast, we were talking about how we need to control our mind, pay attention to our thoughts. We also need to... Um, yeah, I think think we talked about like organize our, our thoughts and that type of a thing, right? But habits is about you you to in order to develop a habit you have to prioritize what's important to you so you have to pay attention to your thoughts right um and from there you have to create a system right save yourself save yourself time and money and that means you have to have discipline structure order right you have to have a routine a regimen for those things to come to light um Something else he said here is that he he talks about and understand this is more from like his business, but you're going to kind of see how it makes sense for both. Again, this is so interesting, masculine and feminine or how we operate with each other. So he said he'd prefer to have half of something versus all of nothing. And so he understands that he's good at certain traits and he connects with people who have the other um, component. Um, and I think that you can definitely see like, it's the difference between delegating and collaborating, right? So a lot of times, like we can, we can start off with the, with the masculine energy first and kind of laugh about that. But with masculines, I've seen both sides. Cause I was going to say like, men, they don't like to ask for directions, right? They don't like to outsource right it's their way or the or the highway and 
it can come across as cocky or arrogant. That being said, you kind of do have, um, like I think about my bosses and sometimes it can get exploited too, because they're fully aware that they can do it and they're capable of doing it. But since I can do it and probably better than they would have quicker than they would have, um, one of my favorite, uh, coworkers, um, he, he was in his late seventies, I think going into his eighties. Um, when I first got my job and he came to my office, like he found out, I told my parents and, um, came back from lunch and he came and he sat down in my office and he's like, I'm so excited to have you in our department. Cause I, um, I didn't, I wouldn't start for basically like two weeks. We were going into the holidays. He's like, I'm so excited to have you, you know, come to my department and it's the best choice. And of course they had consulted with him. He used to be, um, the president for that institution and type of thing. And he's always just been, uh, very kind person, you know, and um, but he used to tell me the reward for good work is more work. And so sometimes what would end up happening is like it's one thing to delegate. And so you have two different types of masculine energy, one where it's kind of like they're not asking for directions, they're not asking for assistance, they're not asking for help. And then you have the other. Um, and it's so interesting because you can ask for help or be willing to receive help. Those are two sides of lower vibrational masculine and feminine. Masculine not being willing to ask for help. Feminine not being willing to receive help. And then you have the type of person that is exploiting that relationship to where it's kind of like they know that you're good at it. And it's not... um, When I think collaborate and delegate, it's kind of like you're working together, right? You carry 50-50, half the load and I carry the other load or we're helping each other out as opposed to I'm just going to have you do it and I do nothing, right? But being able to delegate, being able to identify in other people like, okay, this is... And so, excuse me, remember um, we were talking about the difference between confidence and arrogance and the difference is being self-aware, I already closed the tab out. Let me see if I can reopen it real quick. Go to my history. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So it said here, um, comes to self-awareness, right? Knowing your intrinsic value. And so it comes to first, before you can delegate anything or ask anybody to help you out, you kind of have to figure out, well, what are my strengths? What am I good at? And being willing to then add other people. And I think that this is one of the things like I, with women, why we can kind of work together too, is because for some reason, I don't know the whole answer at this point in time, but for whatever reason, just our nature, we're kind of more willing to kind of ask for help, kind of. Um... And I say kind of because I'm more of like, <laughs> that would be my masculine side. Um, and I remember when I first started working at my my last job, but a lot of it had to do too with like each job I had required, had different demands on me. But I used to be the actual person who would set up and take down and get the food and prepare the food and you know, all, and so I was, I remember one time I came home, I was so tired. I just came in the house 
and I went straight to bed and I just lay there in my work clothes, which is a big no-no. I never wear my work clothes on my bed. I always change out of it. But I was so tired and I literally could not move for hours. Like I laid there for maybe like if I say like maybe five or six hours and I the lights were still on in the house. I hadn't shut down. I have a, I have a routine where I shut things down around the house and that type of thing. So dog tired. And I started to pay attention to um the executive assistant to the president. And she would just sit there, you know, here here's here's uh masculine me, right? I'm a hard worker. She's lazy. Da da. She doesn't, uh, you know, all this stuff. But she would sit there on her duff, right? Understand that I'm being sarcastic. Like, I'm even looking back at myself. I'm like, girl, the only person you were playing was yourself. I'm like, she's just sitting there on her hiney, just sitting there on her duff. Like, she doesn't even lift a finger. And she just, like, just shows up to the events. And, and But they would be so nice, right? And I mean... I'm here emulating, you know, whatever is good for the president's office is good for my office. And so um, I would be trying to replicate those results with just me. And one day, I'll never forget it. She had this function. It was beautiful. It was out on the campus. But she had kind of like, you know how you have the nice restaurant, candlelight restaurant inside? She took it to the outside. And I mean, it was gorgeous. Food, phenomenal. Everybody had a good time, music, everything. And I got off from work and I went down there and she was talking and mingling with people. And I'm like, and I just sat there and I observed. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me look at all the moving parts here. And I was like, if this was me, I would have to still be checking to make sure that the food, you know, that I'm putting out enough drinks and that I've, that I have enough snacks out and I would have switched that food out already and brought this in and, you know, there's, you know, all these different things. I don't have time to engage with the guests and that type of a thing. It's very much like Mary and Martha from the Bible, right? When Jesus comes and it's kind of like one of them is busting her ass and working and then the other one is just kind of like in the moment, in the present, in the now. And that transformed me so much. So I understood like when I would start to hire um, student workers, um, I, I learned how to look for what traits it was that I needed, compatibility. And then I worked with the other departments that were there, you know, so worked with custodial, worked with the um, with the food with the catering services, and they're actually one of the best. They're from, um, I think was it like Hilton Hotels, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so we, they, they, and and it was so cool. And it was um, because they enjoyed like when I would ask for events. It's like okay, now we're gonna bring out like I wouldn't say the China, but now we can really show you what Hilton does. Like let's go. Anytime she asked for this, like. And it got to the point where people would start to ask, like, where did you get this? Where did you get that? Blah, blah, blah. But I had to learn how to collaborate, how to delegate. And I think that it's going to help both men and women. I think that women, let's continue to collaborate. Let's con- And again, it, you don't want to get to where you're exploiting the other person and they're doing all the other work, right? It has to be teamwork. 
it has to round you out as opposed to like exploiting that person. And I think with men, if it's kind of like one of those things where you've just been, you can get so much further, right? When you work with other people and that means that you're going to have to look and see like, where am I lacking? Where am I? And who who wants to deal with that, right? We've been talking a lot about how we don't like to be wrong, right? We don't like to be, um, yeah, basically it comes down to, to not being wrong. We don't want to end up with egg on our, our face. And we don't want to talk about our our areas that don't shine as much. But the quicker we can recognize, like, you know what? I'm really good at communication and marketing, and you're really good at, you know, crunching the numbers and the finances, and maybe we need one other person to, like, do customer service. You know, I see this a lot in business where... People are really good at what they do, but they're terrible at customer service. And I'm like, nah, you need to be in the back office being a mastermind, you know, in Einstein. But don't answer those phones. Don't be answering those emails. You need somebody to do that for you. And you have some people that are like really good. They handle your customers really great. And, you you know, that they can do that, but you can't put them in the back to do the lab work or be in that scientist energy or like build the components of a car. It's like for an automobile, like let's say a Bentley, right? Y'all, I will make an excellent sales rep at Bentley. Let me tell you, honey. Oh my gosh, concierge service. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I, I got you like best customer service, like anything that you want. Customer's always right. You know, these are the things that we love, the specs, the details. Make sure to come in to, you know, reschedule your service, your maintenance. Make sure that, every, you know, everything is set up nice in the room when they come in. Sit down and they're waiting and guest services. I got you. But don't put me on the floor to either be a salesperson or to where you want me to put the access in the where with the who to the what. And you want me to do the stitching of the leather and polish the metal and assemble the 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 engine. No, sir. No, ma'am. No pork, ma'am. No. Mm-mm. You know. But we'll get so much more further if we just collab. Um. Was there anything else I wanted? Oh, let's close out with this. Um. Let me just look at my notes. Oh my gosh. There's a little bit more. Okay. Let's try to land this plane, girl. Cause you're the thing you want to watch is gonna um. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So here was another interesting thing that he said. He talks about the opposite of focus is double-mindedness. Okay. Focus is masculine energy, in my opinion, right? Women, we flow can be chaotic, good or bad, right? But double-mindedness. And it reminds me so much of Age of Pisces because Pisces is two fish swimming in different directions. One minute, they, they in fact, they go so much with the flow. They're so wishy-washy. And trust me, I'm Pisces moon, <laughs> okay? So when I talk about the lower vibrational, vibrational stuff, I, I do have it. From the addictions to the wishy-washiness to the two-facedness to the um, conniving, 
to the um, victim, to, okay? Um, Rose-colored rose lenses um, approach on things. But the, the um, Pisces is can be very double-minded, right? And so if you have a fish's two fish going in two different directions and you got the water pushing them all the way, which are, you're you're not gonna get down the river. You're not gonna you're not gonna get to your destina your destination, right? And so even when we go back to the thoughts of controlling your your go back to the idea of controlling your thoughts, controlling your thoughts is kind of like your creative mind. Matter of fact, he, oh my gosh, I can tell this guy's outline. He talks about how a plane the um course corrects um because 99% of the flight of the time it is off course. 99% of the time that a, a plane is in flight it is off course. But the structure within it it goes with the flow but it only course corrects 1% to bring you back to where you need to be. <clears throat> and that's very much like yin and yang energy, right? It's like um, when you think of the the feminine, like all of that air and like movement and flow. And although is air, um, are air signs masculine or feminine? I'm a, I, I just want to, I'm just. Doo -doo 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 -doo. And it's time for me to eat another snack too. Okay. Air is masculine. <laughs> okay. Air signs are masculine. So, but in either event, you can say that the creative part or the feminine part is like, I want to go to Europe. I want to go to Spain. I want to go to Paris, France, you know. And did I say Spain? And so that's the, I guess, like the feminine. And so the plane to me would be the, the masculine because it's like all of the structure to can. It could be feminine too because it's holding that thought and getting you from one place to the other. But take it for what it is, right? Um, in the yin and the yang, there's only like there's all of this like feminine energy and then just a little bit of masculine, or there's a lot of masculine energy with just a little bit of feminine energy. It's like think about it any way that you want to with the plane and the air and your mind and where you want to go. And if and if that little small percent that some of us are worried about, like me being feminine, quote unquote, having feminine energy, right? So not necessarily me being a woman, but me having feminine energy. Um, How do I use that small percentage of masculine energy? Like, what is it going to look like if I use that 1% to just course correct all of the creativity in my life, right? And for the masculine, it's like, how do you take all of that energy and how do you leverage that little concept or that little idea to get you back on path, right? But yeah, so we were talking a little bit about Age of Pisces in the last one too, how, you know, and so the other words that he has here is that you can be um, unstable or distracted, right? Um... Another thing he said real quick here too, and I'm gonna hop. I have like four more minutes. Um, he said, "Don't label yourself; you'll only limit yourself." 
So that's why I think, you know, I want to make sure too, when I'm talking about these type of things, they'll give you a framework so that you can kind of understand, okay, I need to kind of ask these questions. I need to kind of move in this direction. I need to kind of take on more of this, remove more of that. But don't label yourself to where you limit yourself. Like I'm so careful when I, and I've said this before, but it's always nice to have another reminder in a different way that can make sense to more people. But I don't think that we're supposed to be victim to the, you know, the placements of the planets. I think that if you're aware of it, it kind of helps you understand. Like when I started to have all of these things where I'm like, oh, y'all, I don't like to be disagreeable. But if I find myself just not disagreeing with one content creator, two content creators, three, like, oh my goodness. And then um, I am already like that. But then I started to pay attention. I'm like, oh, this is retrograde. I'm reassessing so many areas of my life. I'm reassessing what is important to me. You know, where do I see my, and whether I want to or not. So I was like, you know what? I understand the assignment. It's retrograde time. It's retrograde time. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut, peanut butter jelly, jelly time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, fine. We're, we're obviously going to do this. So I'm just taking the opportunity, leveraging the energy that's at hand and I'm removing what I need and what I don't need. And, and so but and so it's not that I'm I need to stay a victim to Scorpio and energy. Um I've had to learn from an early age to just not use my stinger. And that includes using the stinger on myself and self-destructing. Um I've had to learn like with the Pisces, I've talked about um different things when it pertains to that. Like definitely the rose color lens seeing things through rose color lenses like got me <laughs> in the romance department. It is what it is. Um and then for Virgo, like just ma- learning how to manage my finances, right? And learning how to have a regimen, routine, structure. Um which and because my other two signs are like liquid and fluid and flowing and now you want me to be, it's it's a difficult placement. It is what it is, but I'm here for the challenge and I'm enjoying it. But let's not, so the same way I'm using like the examples of like, oh, we're in age of Aquarius now. So I have to be more masculine. No, don't, don't, don't limit yourself. Like think of all the possibilities that come with that. And I hope that I use so many words just within, you know, this podcast and the next one, which were like, you know, um, Moving from lack to abundance, pruning energy, removing what no longer um, serves you, taking control of your mind, thinking about what you think, um, having confidence, right? Developing habits, discipline, structure, um, having focus, being stable, right? Versus being distracted, um, learning how to use flow and make those tiny course corrections to get to what the destination that you're wanting to get to. Um, and then let me see. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I hope that you enjoyed this. Let me go ahead and work on a thumbnail. I think I'm going to put one of the other goddesses. Like I, I did three of them and this there's two that I like. So I'll, I'll do another, um, 
divine feminine in the temple. I have bright pink hair. I'm going to get my hair done in the next week or two. I'm thinking I'm going to go back to blonde. Like there's actually, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> I want to do another hairstyle, but I think I'm going to do like a short, like a angled bob. Um, I'm just going to try it and see it. It's going to be like a longer bob though. Like not, you know, the one that comes up like below above your ears, but like to my shoulders, but still kind of angled a little bit, which is what I should have done when it was hot in the summer. Cause y'all, my hair is like down to my waist. So, well, the, the crochet braids and stuff when you combine it with the heat and stuff. And I'm like, eh, but it was fun. And so, but yeah, so I have the pink hair in there, um, on the goddesses and y'all know, I love a good temple and I love the serenity and it's actually gotten better. Uh, there's something that I used to generate the, the thumbnails and from when I first started using it to now, um, when we talk about cogs in the machine, like I keep prompting it for like, you know, um, little black girls or black women or, gra you know, black women in graduation or black women at the office and sending feedback. And I like to think that me engaging with it helps to kind of help make it better for other people who are going to use it. And um, not only are they improving on the quality of the images, but also the representation that they have for the women. Because when I first started, they all had a certain phenotype, you know, that was a like, uh, a little bit more like just European. Um, whereas now they kind of like look more like, you know. The, and, and they have that variety, but yeah, so. All right, time is up, actually. Let me see. Are we on a different, are we going to a different? Eh, okay, all right, I'll talk to you all later. Love you, bye.